If you don't like it, you can go home. A clear voice rang out in the forest, which stood dark even at noon. Trees, moss, ivy. This was a world where one trod on the bones of derelict chalkstone buildings, a place ruled by plants so profuse they ran all together. The ruins of a great city, perhaps built in the age of the gods, or at least in the first age of those who have words. Even the elves reputedly acknowledge that nothing endures under the weight of months and years, and yet, this scene was especially sad. Cracks ran roughshod over elaborate carvings. Stone floors, once flush, now lay shattered. Through the branches that stretched overhead like a ceiling, a thin, dappled light, not enough to see by, seeped in. This place had been a city once, but now it was nothing, a ruin. Only the trees and plants lived here now. Through this landscape marched five figures in single file, loaded with every imaginable item. They were, of course, adventurers. The voice belonged to the young woman at their head, charged with scouting. Her long ears, the proof that she was a high elf, quivered. Doesn't mean anything if you force it. What doesn't? The response was curt, the voice almost mechanical. It came from the second in line, a human warrior in a dirty helmet and leather armor. At his hip was a sword that seemed a strange length. On his arm was a small, round shield, and by his waist hung a bag filled with all odds and ends. It was slightly better equipment than the latest starry-eyed youth from the country might have, but only just. He didn't look like much, yet his footsteps, the way he carried himself, radiated assurance. As warriors go, he would have made a strange impression on anyone watching. This adventure! High Elf Archer didn't turn around. Her long ears flitted up and down restlessly. Many elves were born rangers. They were scouts on par with Rhea's, even if it wasn't their main class. She jumped over a protruding root with such ease that she seemed to weigh nothing at all. I don't not like it, the warrior said. High Elf Archer's ears jumped. This was what we agreed. I will not refuse to pay what I owe, he continued. Her ears drooped again. The third person in line sighed at the man's words. Small, young, inexperienced, and the most beautiful in the group, a human girl. She gripped a sounding staff with both hands and wore the clergy's vestments over her chainmail. She shook a reproving finger at the warrior as if to say, it can't be helped. Now that won't do. You need a better attitude. Do I? Yes. You do, just when she's being so thoughtful of you and all. Is that so? The warrior murmured, then went quiet. His expression was hidden behind his helmet. A short deliberation later, he turned his grim visor toward the elf and asked her directly. Is it true? Could you not ask that? High Elf Archer said, puffing out her cheeks. In reality... Ever since she had requested an adventure as her reward for helping the warrior defend a certain farm, the elf had been in quite a merry mood. Whether she would admit as much out loud, though, was another question. Ah, give it up. A rotund dwarf stroked his beard, giving a sincere chuckle. He was fourth in line, a magic user, dressed in an eastern style, dwarf shaman. 
He was even shorter than Priestess, but built like a boulder. Conventional wisdom held that spellcasters were weak, but dwarves were different. Not that the brevity of his limbs was never a problem. Forging along animal trails was a particular hurdle for him. This is Beardcutter here. Hard-headedness is nothing new with him. I guess so. Orkbolg is stubborn. With that, Hyalfarcher heaved a sigh. Much as I hate to admit a dwarf is right about something. Dwarf Shaman gave an annoyed, hmm, then smiled smugly. How'd you expect to find a man with that kind of talk? You'll be a 2,000-year-old spinster. <laughs> Her ears jerked. I don't care. Why should I care? Anyway, I'm still young. Oh, are you? Said Dwarf Shaman, his smile deepening as though he'd found the opening he was looking for.